Welcome to Outside the Huddle, featuring your host, Lee Mod Williams. This program is a great resource for players making career transitions, as well as a place to discuss this week's top sports stories. Now, here's your host, Lee Mod Williams. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lee Mod Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, on the first Wednesday of October 2019. Man, this year is going by real quick. Man, it's going by quick. Anyway, my birthday is next month, so I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about Woo. a lot of things right now. A lot of <laughs> I hear my super producer, A-Rod, in the background give me kudos. But excited about a lot of things right now. The Astros, Houston Astros, is in the playoffs. They start their playoff series on Friday and Saturday. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the Houston Rockets. They had their preseason game this week, and uh, NBA will be kicking off here shortly. So the Houston Rockets, I'm excited to see about what they're going to bring to the table with James Harden and, and Russell Westbrook. And the Houston Texans, I was excited until I saw the game last Sunday when they played the Carolina Panthers. So that being said, I want to recap the Carolina Panthers versus the Houston Texans. Now, I'm going to go on the record and say I predicted the Texans to win. I really want to say my super producer, A-Rod, predicted Carolina Panthers to win. I mean, to lose as well. I had the Texans to win, and I think A-Rod had the Texans to win. I got I can't remember, but I'm going to say for myself, I had the Texans to win this game based on the fact that, that Cam Newton was out with the ankle injury, and the Carolina Panthers had an unknown quarterback named Cal Allen Kyle Allen played for the University of Houston, uh, undrafted free agent, and I wanted to see if the Houston Texans were going to take advantage of that and dominate at home. Well, that's not what we saw from the Houston Texans offensively at home. Matter of fact, they didn't even score a touchdown in the first half, only putting up three points. I think I, I dozed off in the first half, and that's sad, but I dozed off in the first half. Carolina put up 10 points. The Texans had three points at halftime. Uh, now, let me be correct. Let me let me get this thing correct. The Texans defensively brought pressure on Kyle They forced turnovers. Unfortunately, they did not take advantage of those turnovers and those opportunities. Carolina Panthers stayed in the game and ended up winning the game in the second half 16-10. to 10. So, at halftime, the score was 10-3. Carolina scored two field goals in the fourth quarter. The Texans scored a touchdown in the third quarter. And Carolina ended up winning that game. So, with all that being said, I am disappointed. I'm going to give you a few things I'm disappointed in. All right. Offensively, I'm disappointed in the flat start, non-productive, offensive drives that I saw from the Houston Texans. I'm disappointed in the offensive line for the Houston Texans. Continue to allow uh, – uh, Deshaun Watson to be sacked multiple times throughout the game. I'm disappointed in the running game from the Houston Texans. I was disappointed in the play call from the Houston Texans. Um, defensively, I like what I saw up front from J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless. But the secondary gave up too many plays against an unproven quarterback and Kyle Allen, and gave him confidence on the road. You have to understand, here in the NFL, right, so 
in the NFL, everything is based on confidence. Everything is based on schemes and plays. So with that being said, from the plays and schemes standpoint, it felt like the Texans allowed allowed Carolina to continue to build their confidence on the road. Uh, Cal Allen, again, he played for the University of Houston that I can remember of, and I stand correct. I got to check my notes, but it just felt like the Texans allow Carolina to stay in the game at home, home field advantage, and defensively they was putting up turnovers, but offensively they was flat, man. It just, I don't know what was going on offensively with the Texans. It just felt like they were still in week number three and, and the defense was in week number four just to be, you know, trying to be silly about the situation, but it just felt like the Texans really didn't have an effort, didn't have a game plan put together offensively for the Carolina Panthers, and they showed on the field. And, and at the end of the day, they came out real flat. Just to kind of go over some stats real quick, Deshaun Watson was 21 for 33, 160 yards, zero throwing touchdowns, zero interceptions, I guess. But here's the stat that really jumps out to me, and I talked about this earlier. He was sacked six times for 32 yards. I think he was the most sacked quarterback last year, 62 times. And I want to say he's on that record to be either tie that record or break that record this year. Six sacks right now. We're in week four, going into week five, 32 yards. Disappointing. Rushing yards for the Texans. Carlos Hyde only had 50, 58 rushing yards, no touchdowns. Duke Johnson had 56. And that was it, really, from a rushing standpoint. So the Texans was one dimension. Going to the opposite side of the field, Christian McCaffrey, he was 27 for 93 rushing yards with one rushing touchdown. He's a one-man band, pretty much. Kyle Allen was a, a great manager. He did a really good job managing the game for the Carolina Panthers without Cam Newton. He, had, he was 24 for 34 with 232 yards. No touchdowns. He didn't throw any interceptions, but he was sacked three times. So, again, he was a really good manager for the Carolina Panthers offensively, but it was Christian McCaffrey that really controlled that offense. Going down to receiving, starting with the Texans, DeAndre Hopkins, man, he's an all-pro receiver. I don't know why there's a disconnect between him and DeAndre, right? I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson. DeAndre only had five receptions. 41 yards, zero touchdowns. He was targeted eight times. Kenny Stills only had two receptions. That's the transit, or that's the guy they had from the trade from the Miami Dolphins. Two receptions, 24 yards. He was only targeted two times. Well, Carolina had a dual threat running back slash receiver in Kristen McCaffrey. He had 10 receptions, 86 yards. He didn't have any touchdowns, but he was averaging about 8.6 yards a reception. So, that's almost a first down if you look at it, and that, I mean, in that sense. So, again, Kristen McCaffrey was really their dual-threat guy from a running standpoint and a receiving standpoint out of the backfield for the Carolina Panthers on the road. The Texans offensively, again, was very flat, one-dimensional, no running game, so they were relying too much on the passing game. DeAndre Hopkins was their go-to guy. And when they put pressure on him, he really couldn't deliver. So let's see here. Let's jump down to the fumbles. Again, 
the Texans created three fumbles, and Carolina lost it three times, but the Texans only recovered one time. Couldn't capitalize on any mis- miscues, any mistakes by the Carolina Panthers. Deshaun Watson fumbled one time, and he lost it one time, and Carolina was able to take advantage of that. So that's pretty much it. So in this, in this game called football, in this league called the NFL, if you're not able to capitalize on any mistakes, you're not able to capitalize on any turnovers, most likely, regardless if you're at home or on the road, it's hard for you to win. Even if you produce those turnovers and those miscues, and Texas produced turnovers and miscues defensively, but it couldn't take, take advantage of those offensively, and it showed on the field. No touchdowns in the first half, only one touchdown in the third quarter, which led to their loss at home. They're 1-1 one one at home, 2-2 two and two in the division, yeah, they lead the division in the AFC South, but when you watch the game, you really don't see a lot from the Houston Texans. So, in the grand scheme of things, give credit to Kyle Allen, give credit to the Carolina Panthers, give credit to Christian McCaffrey. Without, you know, Cam Newton, I really thought they were going to lose. But, hey, that's when we make the picks and predictions, and we make those later in the show as well. As you can hear the music playing in the background, it's time for me to take my first break, so I'm going to go ahead and break now. Hopefully, I can pull in my super producer, A-Rod, to give him his thoughts and predictions or his thoughts and his opinions on some of the games from last week. Next one, Outside the Huddle, it's your host, Levi Wiggs. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com after years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Pull on the Voice America Variety Channel. Don't wait for the rut. Early season elk and deer hunts offer hunters some serious advantages in locating and tagging bulls, cows, and big bucks. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the boys are going to the pros for warm weather hunting tactics. Joining them is Roger Raglan of Roger Raglan Outdoors, Dean Capuano from Swarovski Optic Quest, and Mrs. Bunny. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're 
Outside the Huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. First October of the month, or first Wednesday of the month of October in 2019. And excited to be here with you guys tonight and kind of gave my thoughts and opinions on the Texas loss, I guess, this past weekend to the Carolina Panthers. I had them, I predict them to win. Unfortunately, they lost to the Carolina Panthers at home. My super producer, A-Rod, did the same thing during the timeout there or the commercial break that he had to win as well. But I'm going to bring in my super producer. I know he didn't get a chance to watch any games. He was busy this past weekend. He had a lot of personal stuff to get done. But I'm going to bring in A-Rod right now. A-Rod, I'm sorry that he didn't get a chance to watch the games, but you heard me talk about the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. You know, we talked about this game last week, made our, our picks and predictions as well, but Carolina, in my opinion, came out focused. They came out offensively, using a lot of the Christian McCarthy uh, offensive weapons, off, um, running the ball, catching the ball. It just seemed like the Texans never took advantage of any turnovers that was produced defensively by them. They forced three turnovers, but only put up seven points in the third quarter. So with that being said, are you shocked to hear that the Carolina Panthers won the game on the road without Cam Newton with an unknown quarterback in Cal Allen versus a J.J. Watt three-turnovers type defense in the Houston Texans? Uh, you know, a, a big shocker. You know, I, I didn't see this coming at all. I didn't think that it would even happen. You know, the Texans, you know, they, they got over their heads. And, yeah, going into that game, it seems, you know, they just they thought they were going to c- come out with a win. And, you know, Panthers brought their A game. They were prepared. They were ready. Even though Cam Newton wasn't in, um, you know, defensively, they, they, they were ready. You know, they, they came. They brought their A game. And they're, they're trying to turn things around on their end, you know. Now, what, coming off two wins now from the, the Cardinals, you know, I, I think for whatever reason, I think the Panthers, you know, they, they're get revived they're getting they're coming back they're turning things around and you know it's it's crazy how they beat the texans i still i still can't believe it yeah i, I man who are you telling i can't believe it either because here's the thing right so without cam newton i thought well maybe the texans can pull it off at home 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 field advantage going against uh well i mean against uh cam newton less team and I thought Deshaun Watson offensively was going to get out so fast. I, I just thought the Texans were going to come out there and be hitting all cylinders, but that was not the case, man. The Texans came off flat offensively. They just looked like they was going through the motions. It was one-dimensional. Uh, Deshaun Watson was their leading rusher. And, I mean, he wasn't their leading rusher, but, I mean, Carlos Hyde was their leading rusher, but it just felt like, it was one-dimensional, and it just seemed like offensively they were dead, man. But Carolina, you got to give credit to them, man. They came out with an executed game plan, and they came out focused, and they, they came out showing that they was ready to play against the Houston Texans. So with all that being said, the Texans dropped the egg at home, and uh, they got to find a way to bounce back. It's not going to be easy for them this week. I think they're playing at home. I want to say they're playing – Atlanta. Let me check for a second. I, I want to say they play Jaguars. Atlanta at home. So 
They're playing against another AFC South team this year. Yeah, they actually play Atlanta at home. So Atlanta's a team that really had to get off to a hot start this year. But, you know, it's week to week here in the, the NFL. So with all that being said, the Texans got to bounce back. Back-to-back home games, we'll see how it plays out for them. So I don't know if you saw your, your favorite team in the Seattle Seahawks, but I did see one highlight. I didn't see the game because they didn't play it over here in Houston. But I did see a highlight of my guy, Davion Clowney, catching the interception and running back for the Seattle Seahawks. So with all that being said of last week, you guys beat the Arizona Cardinals, which you're in Phoenix. So Arizona is based in Scottsdale slash Phoenix. So with that being said, your Seattle Seahawks beat the Arizona Cardinals 27-10. to 10. How huge was that win for your team, the Seattle Seahawks? You know, I, I'm glad and I'm excited that we won and everything. And it was a good good turnaround, you know. It was a good boost for the Seahawks coming off the loss from uh, the Saints, you know. It, it helped them, you know, re- revive themselves. And, you know, hopefully they have a better mindset going against the Rams in next week. But what I've heard when they were going against the Seahawks or against the Cardinals was that the Cardinals, you know, they just they just didn't show up. You know, um, they were uh, offensively they were just getting torn up by, by, by our defense, you know. Um, I was hearing a lot of things of, you know, Kyler Murley uh, getting getting sacked so many times. And, as you know, I, I'm glad that we won and I'm glad we brought an A game. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm hoping they're, they're ready to take on the Rams uh, going into the next week. And, you know, it just it was a crazy game. You know, it, it was already given. I've heard here a lot of the Cardinals fans were like, yeah, the Seattle's going to win because right now the Cardinals just aren't looking too good as a team in general, too. So, you know, it was just everyone already knew Seattle was going to win this. And that for sure was a given game. And it's it's still you know, still a little more work. I feel like you know we got to get ready um, defense uh, more defensively against the Rams, and you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I think uh, I think Russell Wilson had a really good game, even though he was sacked four times. I thought he he gave a good effort. He only threw for two hundred and forty yards, one touchdown. But again, he was sacked four times. Oh, I mean, running the football, Chris Carson, man. I mean. What you think about him as a running back? He had 22 carries for 104 yards, no touchdowns, but he was he was y'all leading uh, rushing attack there against the Cardinals. Oh yeah, Carson for sure. He can run. He's a power player. You know, he was there when uh, uh, when Marshawn Lynch and them were getting ready to leave. And you know, he, when he shows up, he shows up. And when he, you know, you can see in in the way that he he carries himself throughout the plays and stuff like that. You know, I, I'm glad that you know what 104 yards he had rushing. You know. He did a great job. What else can I say? I mean, he's got to keep keep the hard work up and, and keep on that same, you know, consistent flow. And I think, you know, it's, it's going to be a bigger threat for a lot of teams stopping that run game with Carson, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he, uh, you know, performed the best that he is, the best of how he should be and how he is. And, you know, I'm, I'm all, all excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need that rushing attack, man. I need some kind of balance, especially with Russell Wilson. <coughs> Excuse me. With Russell Wilson being your leading quarterback and dual threat quarterback, having Chris Carson will help you guys attack defenses a little bit different there, especially in Arizona. I'm looking through the stats real quick because I didn't see a lot of the game, but I did see some highlights. Uh, let's see here. Y'all only kept Larry Fitzgerald out of five receptions, 47 yards, no touchdowns. So that was huge. But Larry Fitzgerald surpassed, I want to say, he surpassed Jerry Rice or he was getting close to Jerry Rice for leading reception. I'm checking on that right now, but... 
I, you think I, about it and hunt. I was hear, I was hearing that he did pass it, and you know, at the very end, you know, okay. he he shook hands with him and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's 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 insane. That's amazing. You know, Larry Fitzgerald already is a legend, even though he has no Super Bowl rings. That man is that is that is a receiver right there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. He's one of the top receivers. Good, consistent. He's a really stand-up guy, man. I, I've been knowing Larry for a while. Every time I run into him, man, he's been a really humble. Stand-up guy, man. I appreciate Larry Fitzgerald and everything he's done for the NFL and everything he's done for the community, especially in Arizona. He he could have left a long time ago, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. He could have left you guys a long time ago. When I say you guys, Phoenix in their whole Arizona Cardinals environment, but he decided to stay, man, and, and that was huge for the community. That's huge for the franchise, but to Davion Clowney, one more time, man. You guys picked him up from Houston, Texas. I know a lot about J.D., Davion Clowney. Uh, very athletic guy. Had an interception and returned it for 27 yards for a touchdown. Again, having to Davion Clowney only enhanced your front seven, especially from the pass versus standpoint. But did you get a chance to see that interception and return from Davion Clowney? If so, what's your thoughts? No, nah, I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't catch the footage of it, but I did hear that it was the opening, you know, uh, offset to the Cardinals when uh, it was a uh, interception from from right off the line, you know, running it back. Um, it crazy, you know, you, that just shows how athletic he is. You know, I'm excited we have him on the Seahawks. You know, I told you he's a good. He's going to be a playmaker. He just had to get in the rhythm, and I think now he's yeah. finding his rhythm. And you know, it from here on out, it's just it's just all up from here. You know, o- only he can hurt himself. I think he's going to do great. Uh, you know, he keeps keeps up the consistency like always, you know. He's, he's going to be a real bad threat. Yeah, yeah. Having Davion Khan is never a bad thing, man. He's a guy that, I mean, he plays on emotions and he plays on giving him the confidence and, and the ability to be a playmaker. He's going to show up for you. And you saw that last week. Well, I saw that in the highlights from him running that interception back for a touchdown. So, with all that being said, you guys kicking off week number five for the NFL on Thursday night football. You guys will host the L.A. Rams on Thursday night football. Give me your thoughts and predictions on that game. You know, I, I see it's going to be a tough game. You know, the Rams have been doing pretty decent so far. Uh, I think they, I think they lost their last. Um, yeah, they they lost against the Buccaneers. I don't know how you lose to the Buccaneers, but apparently they did. <laughs> I I think they they th- they're level-headed on that game. They thought they were going to win it, but I I know after that loss, they're definitely going to be coming back for a win. It's going to be a little bit more tough. Uh, you know, I think we're gonna I think we'll do great like we always do as long as you know um our our O line you know watches out for uh, Wilson so we can make those plays and you know we can move the chains and stuff like that. You know, I th- I think they'll do great. I'm seeing them winning, of course. You know, I want them to win. And, you know, I, I will say, though, it, it, it's, it's not going to be an easy game for sure. Yeah, I just, man, that's a tough one to pick there. At Seattle on Thursday night, you know, the Rams didn't look too hot last week. So they lost their game. I want to say they lost their game. Home school at a break now. So the Rams ended up losing their game last week. And they're going to come in against you guys. They lost Tampa at home. So you already know they're coming in against you guys and want to try to dominate. So with you know, with that defense that you're looking at the LA Rams and you know the quarterback and Jared Goff, 
Where's it going to take y'all defensively if you going to slow him down? Is that the music playing? I think I, I think I hear the music. Yeah, that is. And, you know, uh, real quick before we go on to this break, um, you know, um, it, it's Jared Goff for sure. You know, he's going to be moving the chains. He's going to be trying to get those passes out. You know, he's going to be real quick with, uh, you know, in the pocket and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's going to be it's going to turn out pretty well for him. All right, man. Good stuff there. Let's go and take a break. When we come back, we'll give our picks and predictions on week number five for the NFL. Next one outside the huddle with your host, Levon Williams. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune into All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Mondays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety channel now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take voice america on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market the internet's number one talk station number one talk station VoiceAmerica.com. You're outside the huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams. Coming to you live from Houston, Texas. The first Wednesday of October, October the 2nd, man. We're already in October, man. This year is going by real quick. But anyway, October the 2nd with my super producer, A-Rod, and A-Rod drops gems when it comes to his favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. He gave his picks and predictions on the Thursday night game against the L.A. Rams versus the Seahawks, well, Seattle Seahawks on Thursday Night Football. So, A-Rod, we're going to continue that thought. We're going to continue giving our picks and predictions on games going into week five. Starting with Sunday game, you're in Phoenix. So, the Arizona Cardinals are going to road and play the Cincinnati Bengals. So, the Bengals didn't look too hot on Monday Night Football, but they're playing at home against a struggling offense of Arizona Cardinals. 
who you think will win that game and why? Man, you know, this this is a 50-50 for me, seeing that the Bengals, you know, came off from a loss and they're desperate for a win and the Cardinals are desperate for a win just to begin with. Um, you know, I don't know. I, th I think this, this, this game could go either way, depending on which team is ready for it and which team isn't, you know. Um, you know, Kyler Murray and all of them have been struggling offensively. Um, you could see it, of course. He's, he's got no help. Um, he def he's definitely going to be able to move the chains passing, but you know it's it, he's only got a few receivers that he can he can get to. You know, with them, you know, that are going to be covered. Um, I feel the Bengals, you know, um, offensively, I think maybe they can move some of the chains. They can get it down. You know, I, this game right here just is, is just, it's a tough game. It's a, it's tough to see who's going to win because you know both both teams have been struggling. I will say though, judging on how the Cardinals have been struggling, um, I think the Bengals are going to are going to be a much more better team that are, that's been you know they're put together. They just got to be on the same page, and I think you know I I think they might take it. Yeah, I think Kyle Murray might do his thing on the road. I'm banking on the rookie, so I'm gonna go with Arizona. I hear what you're saying. I agree. I'm gonna go with Arizona on that one. Buffalo, it was three and zero at one time. They lost last week to New England. They travel to Tennessee. Who do you think will win that game and why? You know, I underestimated the Titans. They they, they did their work. I heard over uh, last weekend, you know, um, I, who were they playing against? Uh, the Falcons, you know, they destroyed them. <laughs> what else can I say? You know, I, if they're playing how they're playing, you know, they're going to definitely be a threat. I think the Bills, you know, are going to have to come out offensively on a fast drive, you know, and move the chains and get things going. Defensively, they were doing pretty good. They held, they, they held the Patriots, but, you know, still losing to them, you know, it still, you know, shows that, you know, there's they still need a little bit more work. Um, you know, I, I, man, off this call, I think I'm going to have to go. I think I think Titans will be able to get this done. Man, you know what's funny? The Titans impressed me last week. They went to Atlanta and won in Atlanta. So, I can't go against the Titans on this one, man. I'm going to go with the Titans over Buffalo on that game. Now, Chicago, defensively, they're strong, man. We know the Chicago Bears, they look strong. But they got some quarterback issues right now. They travel to Oakland. They're playing in London. I want to say they play, yeah, they're playing in London on Sunday, who do you think will win this game? One, uh, you know, off the, eh, you know, I want to, I want to say the Bears would win this, but with, with Khalil Mack, I think defensively they can hold it down. Um, you know, I, I, I'd have to say I'm, I'd probably go with the Raiders. Uh, I see, see that they won. You know, I think they can possibly get it done. You know, they've worked some things out. Um, I think I, I'm just gonna have to go with the Raiders on that one. You go with the Raiders on that one. Yeah, I think I think they're a little bit more more set. You know, coming off a win too, I think I think they're gonna have have this in the bag. All right, I'm gonna go with the. Let's see here, the Bears on the road. Let's see here, man. And London, neutral ground. I'm going with the Bears, man. That defense is playing pretty good. I'm gonna go with the Bears. You got open. I'm gonna go with the Bears. All right, Tampa Bay. They would travel and play the Saints. They're the Saints one at home against the Cowboys. Who do you think will win this game and why? You know how, how the Buccaneers played and how, how the Saints played. You know, I, th I, 
I think Buccaneers, uh, you know, they're a little bit more stronger coming off that win. You know, I think they're going to be a little bit more set, and I think they're going to be staying the same consistency uh, going into the next week. You know, uh, this with Saints, Drew Brees is out, of course. You know, they have Teddy Bridgewater in, who used to be uh, the Cowboy, uh, the starting quarterback for the Vikings. Um, you know, he's he's we we could see that he can move the ball. We know that he can definitely do what a quarterback can do, and you know, um, I, he 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 definitely has the potential to bring the Saints back up. Uh, man, I, I think I'm going to have to flip a coin on this. I think I want to say Buccaneers can, can come out with this. You got the Buccaneers? Oh, I'm going to go with the Saints, man. At home, it's, it's a tough place to win for them. The Buccaneers on the road against the Saints and New Orleans. I got New Orleans on this one. All right, Daniel Jones, man, he's 2-0. 2-0 as a rookie quarterback playing against Minnesota at home. Who do you think will win that game? Man, you know I haven't really paid attention to the to the Vikings. Uh, <laughs> so I, I really don't know what's going on with them. I, you know, I'm gonna have to uh, take a quick base call off this. Just going off organization, I think I think the Giants uh, will, will will get that done with it with the Vikings. Yeah, I got the Giants back there at home. New York Jets versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you think will win that game? Oh man, I got to give that to the Eagles. They, they've—I don't know what happened to them, but they—they they definitely turned it around. And you know, I think—I think they have the potential to get that done. Uh, what were they coming off? Uh, they beat the Packers at home. That was a big upset last week. You know, that says a lot right there. I think they're ready to go. I for sure got the Eagles on this one. Got the Eagles? Yeah, I got the Eagles. All right, man. It's a blue-black one game right here. The Ravens, Baltimore Ravens versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Who can win that game? Man, both these teams are struggling right now. You know, I you know the Ra- what well, uh, the Ravens lost to the Browns this week, something like that. That's that's crazy right there. You know, I think that that really you know losing to them gave them a little bit more uh, of humbleness. And I think you know going into this next game against the Steelers, who've also been struggling. You know, I will say that Rudolph is doing a way better job than Ben than than Ben for sure. You can see it clear as day from you know from when Ben was in to when they he got hurt and switched over. And you know, I think. The Steelers, you know, they they've been having some struggles. I, I think they're still going to be having some more struggles going in. Offensively, they might be a little bit, you know, of a threat. Um, but I I I think I think the Ravens can get this after losing from last week. They need a little bit of of hype, and I think they 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 can, they'll they'll come in ready for that. All right, I think Mike Thomas will be off that win they had this Monday night football game. I got Pittsburgh Steelers winning that game over the Ravens at home. Steelers is a tough team at home speed. Defensively, T.J. Watt, man. Trying that defensive pressure from T.J. Watt. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to Pittsburgh Steelers on this All right. I'm going ahead and going to say it. New England Patriots will beat the Washington Redskins at home. But I want to get your thoughts and opinions on this game here, A-Rock. <laughs> I think we all know who's winning this one. So <laughs> I think they're, you know, I could say that Redskins they need they need to come defensively. They need to be ready. Tom Brady's going to be moving the change, you know, of course. He's going to be finding open players, you know. He he's got he's he's got the receivers. They have the talent, you know. It, this is this this game right here is just going to be a quick, you know, practice for the Redskins to know what it's like to go against, you know, um, you know, defending champs yeah. and you know <laughs> the Patriots just got this all together. Yeah, I think Patriots All right, Jacksonville, man. They got a really good quarterback, man. Rookie quarterback at that. We'll travel and play the Carolina Panthers against another, well, I guess, first-year quarterback, Cal Allen. So, 
Who do you think will win that game? You know, just how the Panthers came back with that surprise. You know, I think you know they might do it again with another surprise. I think they'll they'll. You really? Know, I think they could. Okay, Carolina will win that one. I got I got Carolina Carolina on that one. I'm going with Jacksonville, man. Jacksonville is red hot right now. I can you go against Jacksonville. I'm going with Jacksonville right now, bro. They they. Yeah, I'll take that back then. You know, Jacksonville for ah. sure is going to win this. <laughs> Without a doubt. It's all good. Man. You know, I chose them, I chose them to win last week. You know, I think they'll, they'll get it back. I'll take that back on the Panthers, you know. The Jaguars for sure will get it done. Yeah, okay. All right. Going Jacksonville too. So we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Houston. Who do you think will win that game for one? Oh, man. Well, I, I want Texans to win this. Come on, man. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. What happened last week? I was hearing what you were saying, you know. You know, it sounds like they need some work going against the Falcons, and the Falcons lost, you know, at home. <laughs> I think they're going to be coming with their A game, and this, this game is going to be, you know, a 50-50, whoever wants it the most. I, I want Texans to win this, man. I, I, I got to hear I, I got to hear why they won't win, you know. I, uh, they have to win yeah. this one. Come on now. Yeah, the Texans definitely got to win this. They can't have back-to-back home loss. Especially against Atlanta, that's struggling right now offensively. I'm going with the Texans as well. All right, Denver hasn't won a game this year. They will travel and play the L.A. Chargers. We think we'll win that game a lot. <laughs> with the Rams, be, or with, the Ram, with the Broncos being the new Browns this year, I I don't know what's going on with the Broncos. I don't know what happened <laughs> to them. They just what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I I think you know, Chargers are going to bring the, the, their game. They're going to run through them like a stampede and they're, they're bringing that home. Man. Charges, man. I had a lot of faith in charges. All right, here we the music playing in the background. We'll take a break when we come back. We'll get some more picks and predictions on the NFL. Week number, I want to say, what's it? Week number five? Week number five. And we'll talk college football next on Outside the Huddle with your host, Levon Williams. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. You're outside the huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams. Coming to you live from Houston, Texas on the last segment of my show. All right, A-Rod, we were talking about picks and predictions for the NFL. Starting on Thursday with your L.A. Rams. Well, your Seattle Seahawks hosted the L.A. Rams. You got the Seattle Seahawks winning that game. Jumping down to some Sunday games. Late Sunday games, we have the Green Bay Packers with Travis Dallas. So Dallas lost on the road to New Orleans Saints. Can Dallas bounce back and beat the Green Bay Packers at home, or do you got the Packers winning on the road? Oh, man, I don't – you know, the Cowboys were on fire, and, you know, they seemed to be the team that was going to, you know, be be a tough threat. And, you know, them losing against the Saints, I, I was I heard, you know, I don't know what happened. You know, big head game, you know, they thought they were going to win this and, and walk out. And, unfortunately, no, the, the Saints came back and g- gave them that, that loss, and, you know – I think Cowboys, they definitely need to step it up, and, you know, they got to humble themselves and come back with their A game, and I think they, they will definitely be a threat against the Packers. Um, Packers losing last week at home was a shocker. It definitely sent a lot of the Green Bay Packer fans. Everyone was mad. Everyone thought Packers were going to win that, and, you know, it' wild to see them lose, you know. I think, really, um, both these teams are coming off of a loss. They're going to they're gonna be coming in with an A game. Um, to choose, unfortunately, you know, I don't like the Cowboys as much, but I think, you know, They'll be able to move the chains, and you know, I think I think they'll they'll come with a win on this one. Okay, so you got the Cowboys winning over the Packers, or the Packers winning on the Cowboys? I got the Cowboys winning on this one. Okay, you know it's funny watching Green Bay at home last week. I think they'll pull it off from Dallas. I think Dallas will struggle offensively, defensively. They're gonna bring pressure. I got Green Bay winning that one on the road. All right. Sunday Night Football, you got the Colts versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you think won that game with Man, I got I to gotta go for the Chiefs. You know, they're on fire right now. Uh, what, are they undefeated right now, too, as well? I want to say, yeah. Hold on a second, right now. I was going to say, man. With them, yeah, they're undefeated. They're undefeated right now. Uh, yeah, look they're at that. They're 4 Yep. It, it, with them being undefeated, you know, they got to keep that consistency. You know, Patrick Mahomes has definitely been the big game changer to them winning. And, you know, it's just it goes to show you that they're ready, they're ready to play. Um, I th- I want to go against with Chiefs winning this one. You know, a uh, big fan of Patrick Mahomes. I think you know he's gonna he's gonna bring him offensively. Um, I, I th- I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on this one winning this. Yeah, Chiefs winning that one on the coast. Yeah, I think so too. Especially at home. Sunday night football. The Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. He's red hot right now. Chiefs without Andrew Luck. They're winning some games, but 
I don't think they're going to win this one with the without Andrew Luck on the road. I got the Chiefs winning that one as well. Uh, Monday Night Football, we got the Cleveland Browns. That second Monday Night Football game here. One against the undefeated San Francisco 49. So we think they won that game a lot. Man, I, I, I heard the, the Browns is excellent against the Ravens, of course. You know, what was it, a uh, 40-30 lead against them? Um, undefeated 49ers here, you know. they I don't know what happened. You know, they got they got their stuff together, and they're a whole different team this year. And, you know, it's, it goes to show that with them being undefeated, it, this is definitely going to be a, a tough game, uh, both both offensively and defensively for both teams, you know, going at it. it's I think really I'm going to have to say I think 49ers, if they're – being consistent as as they are, and they've been undefeated so far, I think they're, they're going to keep that same mentality going into next week, and I think I think 49ers will get it done against the Browns. Well, man, it's hard to tell, right? So the 49ers, I'm, I have really committed to them right now because I don't know what to expect from the 49ers. They beat the Bengals, or they beat Buccaneers week one, they beat the Bengals, Steelers. All right, I'm gonna go for the 49ers at home. That's because they're at home. So I got the 49ers winning that game. Monday night over the Browns. I think the Browns all hype, no substance. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the uh, San Francisco 49ers on that game. All right, Rob, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into some college football. Have my computer load up right now. Let's see here. What do you think about college football right now? Of course, it's college football. You know, it's it's a little bit more un, unpredictable. Anything can happen. You know, anything can happen with college ball. You know, you see some teams upset other biggest teams. You know, uh, what can I say? With Alabama still being undefeated, like always. You know, I, I just want to know what's the special, what's the recipe, what's the formula that they're using that these other teams aren't? Because I feel like you know, with Alabama yeah. always being so consistent, what what's going on? What what team? What are teams <laughs> not doing that Alabama is? And it's, I, I just I don't know. But still, you know, college football. Something, yeah, <laughs> but college football, yeah. of course, is it's always good to watch. You know, it's it's always a you always get a kick out of the games. You see players that you, you know will be up and coming, and the ones that go into the NFL. I, I'm excited. You know, I, I I love college football too. As much as it's hard for me to catch a lot of those games, and some of those games aren't televised. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It, you hear what you hear, you see what you see, and you know you you kind of go with it. Yeah. Well, Thursday night football, we got Temple versus East Carolina. ESPN. I think East Carolina will win that over Temple. Friday night, we have, ESPN-wise, we have number 18, University of Central Florida versus Cincinnati. The University of Central Florida will win that one. Let me get your thoughts on that game, Central Florida versus Cincinnati. Both these teams, you know, have been, they're big teams right here. Based off what I've heard and what I've seen, seeing how the Cincinnati's been going, you know, they've been tearing it up. I, I think really I'd have to flip a coin, and I think, you know, Cincinnati might do that upset, and, you know, I think they might beat UCF. Yeah. All right, jumping down to Saturday games, you got Utah State versus LSU at home. I got LSU winning that, ranked number five. I got Oklahoma over Kansas on the road. I got Wisconsin, number eight, beating Kent State. I got Penn State beating Purdue. Now, here's a really good game. Iowa at rank number 14 playing Michigan at home. I mean, think about this. With Jim, Bar- Jim Harbaugh being the head coach in Michigan, how huge is that for him to win this game over Iowa at home? 
you know, Iowa, Iowa's been, you know, they, they've, they've been a tough team f- uh, for a while. And I know they're both undefeated. So this is going to be a good game right here, you know. Uh, I think really if I had to flip a coin for this, I, I would want Iowa to go against this one. You know, just being, being a, a, a fan of, of the Hawks, I think, I think they can get it done. Yeah. That is a tough one right here. I think it's an upset alert. I'm going to go with Michigan over Iowa just based on the fact that Jim Harbaugh needs to produce to keep his job. So I'm going to go with Michigan over Iowa. I got Oklahoma State beating Texas Tech at home. I have jumped down some afternoon games to see here. I got, okay, here's Auburn versus Florida. Who do you think will win again? Man, I'm a big fan of Auburn, and I, I think really they can get it done. You know, they've they've did, done some really big upsets, you know, over the last years, and you know, I th- I think really defensively they've been pretty tough. Uh, Gators, I've been a fan of too. Offensively, they've been great. Um, you know, this this is definitely going to be a good game. Uh, I think for me, I w- I would go with Auburn. I think they 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 they'll have to get it done. All right, jumping out to some afternoon games, late games. I guess the marquee game. Will be Michigan State at twenty five versus Ohio State. Who do you think will win that game and why? Man, Ohio State's been on fire with them being being at the top rank of number four. Um, you know, Michigan's they're going to have to be ready for this defensively. Uh, you know, it's going to be a, a threat against uh, Ohio. You know, they, they've got a, they got some passers there. I, I think Ohio will win this one for sure. They've been on fire. They're going to keep that same mentality. You know, they've always been a tough team for for a while now. I think I think they'll get it done. Yeah, Ohio State, I think they'll pull it out over Michigan State. I think Ohio State right now will control the football against Michigan, one of the state of Michigan, and I got Ohio State winning that game as well. All right, man, you hear the music playing in the background. I mean, it's time to wrap up the show. I want to thank my super producer, Agron, for his feedback and thoughts and opinions on games and his prediction, as well as I want to thank the fans for out there and the listeners for listening to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lee Williams. Until we talk next week, have a good weekend. Thanks for joining Outside the Huddle with Lemont Williams. We're back next week for another live show, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Check back with us on the Voice America Sports Channel.